When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. If you have a good idea, we might approve it and use it to get our. I have cash. all kinds of ideas, but nobody would approve them. So I'm no not yours are. I have weird. an idea. Although you came up with the begging idea, and that wasn't bad. Yeah, but I have, I have other things. You do have an idea. Do you, no, you, no, you hold e- that. No, nah, they're evil channel ideas. It's not, not for public consumption. I meant Deborah Marks. Oh, idea. Okay. She just chimed in. She has something, I do. but we'll we'll get to it. I'll then. hold. I'll hold. I'll hold on to it tightly. All right. We're gonna talk to a man. By- <laughs> Your size say everything. What? What do you mean? The, the way he... No, no, not you. Oh. Him, him. The way he goes... <sighs> oh, I thought you said my... Okay. No, 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 no. Never mind. Okay. We're going to talk to a man by the name of Matt Capaluto right now, and uh, he's uh, from out in Riverside County. Uh, he lost his uh, daughter uh, to fentanyl, and that's become his mission. Uh, back in December of 2019... She was looking to obtain some drugs to deal with some insomnia and depression. Instead, got something that was laced with fentanyl, and she died. And he wants to make it clear she did not die of an overdose. She was poisoned with the fentanyl. He started a group called Drug-Induced Homicide and has been working for years with uh, prosecutors and uh, sheriffs and other officials to try to change California state law to make it easier for victims of fentanyl distribution 
to get murder charges against dealers and traffickers. All right, let's get uh, let's get him on. You guys have to put him on the line here. All right, hi there. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for thanks for coming on with us. Um, so, uh, talk about what happened to your daughter, Alexandra, Alexandra Capuleto. Correct. What's uh, the story behind it? Uh, my daughter. Um, we grew up in Southern California. Uh, my daughter, though, um, uh, went away to college at Arizona State University. Um, my daughter was a very smart young lady. She was attending there on a on a full academic scholarship. Uh, um, I have no shame in saying my daughter did suffer from depression, anxiety, and insomnia. It was something that she struggled with, but um, for the most part, uh, we thought she had it under control. Um, uh, she was on home in 2019 for Christmas break and uh, spent the day of December 22nd Christmas shopping with my wife. They had a great day together, came home that night, uh, everybody went to bed, and um, the next morning, uh, we found her dead in her bedroom. And we, once we were able to get into her phone, we were able to, to find that she coordinated with a drug dealer on the social media platform, Snapchat. Uh, she, was, um, she was seeking oxycodone, and, and the drug dealer said that's what he had. And uh, that drug dealer sold her counterfeit oxycodone. Um, she took half of one pill that was simply made with a lethal dose of fentanyl, took this before going to bed, and, uh, and died really within moments of, of taking it. Yeah, I've heard that it takes five grains of fentanyl and that could kill you, whatever five yeah, grains right. are, and that, that's easily inside of one pill. And um, she, she was getting this for chronic pain. Did she have pain issues outside of what you said, the anxiety and depression? Well, you know, I, I think, you know, obviously no parent condones their, their child uh, purchasing any drugs illegally. But I, I really think she was just trying to get a good night's sleep. It's not like she was out at a party or anything. She had problems sleeping. Um, and, uh, you know, depression is a type of pain. It's a, it's a mental pain. And, and certain drugs, such as uh, certain opioids like oxycodone, uh, can help alleviate that pain. But, um, you know, really, to be honest with you, we need to discuss the 300 families that are getting a call today, that are going to get a call tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Uh, uh, you know, making them aware that they've lost a loved one because that's how many people we're losing a day in the United States right now to fentanyl. Yeah, it, yeah it's uh, terrible. Well, right, right. right. Well, let's focus on that. What, what's wrong with the laws currently for uh, drug dealers like this who uh, yeah. give people so Cal- give people product with fentanyl in it? Yeah, California is just, is just awful. Um, in order to charge a drug dealer with murder here in California, uh, you have uh, prosecutors have to prove the burden of proving that drug dealer knew the drugs he or she was selling could kill the person. That's a very tough burden to actually prove. Well, it's so, impossible, isn't it? I mean, if he's he's getting a shipment of pills in a box burden. from somewhere in Mexico, he doesn't know specifically what's in the pill. He's told this is oxycodone, but he doesn't know. These, uh, I guarantee you there's not a drug dealer today that doesn't know the drugs are tainted with fentanyl. So, um, but it's with certain investigate when investigations are done properly, 
in certain cases, they are going to be able to prove it. And here in Riverside County, our, our law enforcement under Sheriff Chad Bianco and our, our district attorney, Mike Hesperin, they're leading the way. They've, we've got uh, 15 murder charges against drug dealers right now here in Riverside County. So it can be done as long as law enforcement does a proper investigation. And, and do you know how they're getting around that issue? Because I, I, yeah. I know these guys know there's deadly substances in the Absolutely. pills. But you have to, I would think the way the law is written, it has to be specific knowledge that that pill had the fentanyl in it. And that's what I mean in terms of so, the difficulty. So, so one of the cases, and, and, I, and I want to get back to our, our law that we're proposing here, uh, but one of the cases uh, that's moving through the system, um, they were able, once they started investigating the drug dealer, they had found out that he had sold to his roommate a couple months prior who died and then continued to sell, sold to somebody else who died. So that drug dealer is going to have a hard time um, convincing a jury, jury that he didn't know that the drugs he was selling were deadly when he killed his own roommate. Um, let's talk about the uh, suspect, Brandon Michael McDonald of San Bernardino, indicted on one count of distributing fentanyl resulting in a fatality that's your that's your daughter alexandra uh his bail was slashed in half recently from two hundred thousand to one hundred thousand dollars what 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 is point very disappointed in in the uh arraignment judge that allowed that to take place um it just uh it just disgusts me and he's got a woman named michelle mccarthy who is agreed to post bond She's putting up her house, so he, he is gonna, he's going to get out of jail now? Yeah, he, he's, he's out of jail uh, pending trial. Um, uh, trial is set for May. Uh, you know, typically the defense likes to seek um, delays. You know, once the, their client's out on, on bail, their, their goal is to keep them out as long as possible. So we, even though the court date is set for May 17th, that's when the trial is set to begin, uh, we've been told to anticipate delays. Um, but I want to touch on our law real quick. Uh, uh, Alexandra's law uh, right, right now. Can you, can you hang on, Matt? Because we, we can get into that when we come back. We'll give you a whole segment just on that. Okay. This is Matt Capaluto. His 20-year-old daughter, Alexandra, died from fentanyl poisoning back in 2019. She was trying to get some oxycodone to deal with some insomnia and depression. And the guy she found on Snapchat, it was an unfortunate decision, ended up giving her a product that included fentanyl and it resulted in her death. If you want to find out more about all this, we're talking to her father, Matt, and he's trying to get changes in the law. We can also ask the question, John, you asked earlier in the show, why don't we stop all this fentanyl from coming into the country? It's druginducedhomicide.org. John and Ken, KFI. We're talking to uh, Matt Capaluto. He lost his daughter, Alexandra, who was 20 years old back in 2019, to fentanyl poisoning. She was trying to get a hold of some oxycodone to deal with insomnia and depression. And instead, the person she found through social media sold her a product that was laced with fentanyl, and she passed away. What he wants to talk about now, he's been on since the beginning of the hour, is Alexandra's Law. Uh, this is a, it's already a, well, the California State Senate Public Safety Committee refused to advance the legislation. Uh, State Senator Melissa Melendez is the one carrying it, the Republican from the Inland Empire. But uh, Matt wanted to talk in more detail about Alexandra's law. Matt, explain uh, this idea. Yeah, and, and, and let me tie the border issue into it just a little bit. Um, the amount of fentanyl seized by law enforcement is, is only a tiny fraction of what actually makes it in this 
country. For instance, in 2021, the DEA seized 9.6 million counterfeit pills containing uh, fentanyl. By all available estimates, the DEA only seizes around 10% of the counterfeit pills coming into our country. That means for 2021 alone, another 86 million potentially deadly pills uh, made their way into circulation in the U.S. There's enough fentanyl here stockpiled in this country right now to cause a magnitude of death for decades to come. So now more than ever, we need state and local laws that will help us hold accountable the drug dealers who are spreading those pills around our communities. And SB 1350 Alexander's Law going before our Public Safety Committee uh, this Tuesday does just that. So if you remember, I said here in California, we have to prove that the drug dealer knew the drugs he or she was selling could result in someone's death in order to charge them uh, with murder. What our law proposes is if at any point somebody is arrested for selling or distributing drugs, they're going to get an admonishment and a warning that lets them know that the Today's drugs are deadly. If they continue to sell those drugs and someone dies as a result, they can be charged with murder. This admonishment uh, it serves as the proof, the evidence that prosecutors need um, to prove that they knew those drugs that they were dealing were deadly. So it's basically just a warning, and it's only if they disregard that warning and continue to sell drugs that they can be charged with murder if somebody dies. It's as simple as that. It's how we handle uh, DUI cases here in California. This method has been proven to reduce DUI fatalities, and we know it'll work with drug dealers. It's a deterrent. Um, you know, we, we know some people won't, won't learn their lesson, and those are exactly the people we need to lock up, and this is the tool that gives prosecutors to do that. But I know lives will be saved if, uh, if somebody has that uh, on their shoulder that they know if they sell drugs to somebody and that somebody dies, they can now be held accountable for murder. Now, this law has been rejected twice already by the Democrats on the Senate Public Safety Committee. Yeah, why? What, what, is, that, their, what is their stated objection? That's correct. And, and, I, and I specifically, since, you know, we're Southern California here and based out of Los Angeles, two of the senators that sit on this committee are right from Los Angeles, Sidney Kamwagger and Stephen Bradford. Uh, Stephen Bradford's stance was, uh, there's culpability on the user. And, you know, I, I'm sorry, but when you have 12, 13, 14, 15 young kids making the same stupid mistakes that a lot of us did when we were young, you know, you, you, you don't weigh the risk-reward aspect of things quite as much as you do when you're older. And um, to, to put that culpability on people um, is just, uh, it's mind-blowing that, that he puts the burden there. Yes, maybe, you know, somebody shouldn't be buying drugs illegally, but the worst choice is that person who's willing to peddle poison for profit. Why, by the way, uh, Matt, why do they put fentanyl into these drugs? So, yeah, I get that question more than any other question. What people need to know is fentanyl is is highly addictive. Uh, I, I, I had one fentanyl addict tell me that it's literally worth dying for. And and his, you know, fentanyl is a poison. It, it, it's really a weapon of mass destruction. It, it's being um, made by, by China. China's selling it to the Mexican drug cartels. And the whole goal with the cartels is to get everybody hooked on it. It's cheap and it's easy to smuggle in our country. Not everybody's going to die. Now, if everybody continues taking it, at some point, they're going to get a bad pill uh, or too much and, and, and die. But uh, the goal is to get people hooked on it, and they're doing that. And, and, and if you really look at our homeless problem as, as well, fentanyl delves 
uh, straight into that also, because once you're hooked on this, you don't have any incentive to do it. And, and it's a big reason behind our homeless population skyrocketing as well, because they're all hooked on fentanyl. There's a stat in one of the news stories that in Riverside County, the sheriff, Ch- uh, Chad Bianco, said it looks like there were 500 fentanyl-induced deaths in the county last year. In 2016, there were two. Went from two yeah. to 500 in five years. Correct. That, it's going that, up. Let, let, me, let, let me mention this. When our, when our bill last year went before the Public Safety Committee, California had just over 4,000 fentanyl deaths. In the past 12 months preceding us, we had 11,470. And, 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 and our Senate committee refuses to pass any laws that are holding people accountable for, for distributing this poison. So their public attitude is the hell with these people. They shouldn't have taken the drugs. They shouldn't have bought the drugs. Correct. But they, didn't, but they didn't know they were getting fentanyl. Most people don't. I mean, it, often the product is laced or, with it, or, right? or is it part of it they don't want to put anybody in prison? I, I, that's, that's both. But, you know, look at our laws. It's actually preventative. We're, we want to keep – I would rather keep somebody out of prison. By the time we're using our law to lock somebody up, that means somebody has died. This law will be a deterrent, and uh, those who don't listen to it, I don't know. Uh, um, prison is, is good use of my tax dollars for somebody who's spreading poison within our communities. Do, do you have any sense as to why nobody on any level of government wants to do anything to shut off the supply? I mean, the supply is unbelievably overwhelming from China, where much of this is manufactured, shipped to Mexico, where it's finished off into a usable product, and it comes here by the billions. What, nobody's interested in stopping this. Why? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the, the terrorist organization responsible for more American deaths than any other is, is the Mexican drug cartels operating with impunity just south of our border. You tell me, though, the, my... My mind wanders just like everybody else. Uh, obviously, the, the cartels have corrupted their own government in Mexico. Have they corrupted our government here? Because what would be the excuse uh, to not go after them? We, we went after al-Qaeda and ISIS, and we annihilated them. Yeah. They, they haven't killed the, near the number of Americans that the, uh, the cartels have. That's what I wonder. I wonder if all the politicians here are somehow corrupted with money, or they're terrified. They don't want to be a target because— you know, the Mexican cartels have, have killed tons of politicians and journalists. Anybody who's spoken out against them have, have gotten it's, assassinated. And it, so, certainly uh, leaves, it certainly leaves you wondering. But I also want to mention, um, you know, if, our, if your listeners here uh, who, who live in the Los Angeles area can get on the phone and contact Sidney Kamlager's office and Stephen Bradford's office and tell them to support this bill. And you said it's coming back up for another hearing? Yeah, this Tuesday morning. And, uh, and I'll explain something else, um, you know, to tie in your guys' wonderful district attorney there uh, into this as well. Oh, yeah. So one, one thing that district attorneys throughout our state have started doing, over 20 of them have committed to this, they, just because this didn't pass into law doesn't mean that they can't institute their own version of it as part of any plea deals that they're doing with those convicted of, uh, of drug sales. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, so we have DAs now giving this. Uh, you want the plea deal? You're going to listen to this admonishment. This admonishment is going to be put on record. The DA of, of Los Angeles, George Gascon, has said his office will not be initiating uh, any such admonishment in any plea deals. All right, Matt. I well, don't get it. I... Our, our condolences on the loss of your daughter, but we really thank you for coming on and fighting the, the cause here. Yeah, keep fighting and let us know as this progresses. All right? Thank or not. you. Really appreciate it.
Thank you. Right, that's that's Bye-bye. Matt Capaluto, who lost his uh, 20-year-old daughter, Alexandra, to fentanyl poisoning. Everything you need to know is on a website, druginducedhomicide.org. And there was a press release on there that Orange County DA Todd Spitzer said that uh, 2021 fentanyl deaths could top 1,000 people in his jurisdiction in Orange County. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Oh, that's right. Deborah Mark had an idea. I do have an idea. Are you ready for me to tell you it or not yet? You can go ahead and you'll just see if we approve. I want people to sing. I want them to sing, not, no, Eric's giving me, Eric, now I can see you, by the way. Eric's giving me a dirty look. Morgan's giving me the thumbs up. I think people should sing. Yeah, singing is good. Yeah. What should they sing, though? John said yes. That surprised me. What do you should we should we tell them what what genre? Well, I was no. going to say Broadway shows, but Broad- I don't I don't think we should try we to steer to them to anything. Let right. them. Yeah. I'd like to hear opera. Opera. Wouldn't you? Yeah, have them try uh, opera. Yeah, you got to have quite a voice for that. No, no, you can just try it. Just like sing some Italian. <laughs> we, we, they don't have to do it well. <laughs> That'll be the entertainment. Okay, See, I mean, I'm awful. okay with that. Uh, that's a, or you can pick anything you want. I don't care. That was just my, my idea. I will try her idea. You have to sing. Eric, so I'm telling you right now, screener. That's Morgan, right? All right. Nobody begging then. I've got uh, no control over this today because the phones are not connected in the studio here. So it's up to Eric to select the calls, put them on the air, take them off the air, and tell me their names. Got that, Eric? All right. I got it. All right. I've got no power in here. We're working on all this. <laughs> all right. So uh, before we break next hour at 5.15 or so, then we'll give out the number and we'll line up the people that are ready to sing hey, for Ken? their supper, sing for their gas. Yes. What if, they, I mean, John was saying they don't have to beg, but how about they can sing, they can beg, but they have to sing, or they can praise us and they have to sing. I'm trying to give oh, them a Oh, little... I see. They can beg, but put it in singing Exactly. Form. Exactly. All right, that's fair enough. Or, and so it's like they're writing their own little musical. Exactly. Uh, I have no food. <laughs> Please give me a gas card. That's what all musicals sound like to me. It's always the same notes. Here yeah. I am in my office. Isn't that the most overrated art form in the world, the musical? No. <laughs> I love musicals. Do you really? Yes. <laughs> Man. I've come to understand them in the last 10 years. I can't really explain that. Uh, but well, you're, I even you're, saw I even saw the weird Beetlejuice on Broadway, and I oh, kind of liked it. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I can't explain it, but Wicked Phantom yeah, of the I, Opera. I, I did enjoy Fan- Wicked. Don't I get did. I didn't think I would, but Beautiful. no, Phantom of the Opera did not appeal to me. Kinky you... Boots. <laughs> I did see Kinky Boots. That was pretty good. Wow. Wasn't that great? Yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. Well, of course. <laughs> Well, because it's about shoes, and I love shoes, John. <laughs> That's why I said, of and course. Boots. Sure. All right, so you can sing a well-known tune, or you can sing begging or praising. Right? Right. All right, that'll come up uh, next hour. And a reminder, too, that the Moist Line comes up tomorrow. Do not use any of the Moist Line numbers or methods to uh, try to get the gas card, because they're not answered uh you can use the talk back uh, option on the iheart radio app or you can call one eight seven seven moist 86 the el segundo times has this story today as you know the city of la reached some kind of settlement in this lawsuit over homeless people it's a two-year-old federal lawsuit which was brought by the la alliance for human rights anyway but the county did not partake in the settlement so everybody was wondering, well, is the county going to come to the table with the settlement? I, 
honestly, it's probably worthless. It's just words on a piece of paper and more promises to spend money. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily think it's going to result in is, any... is this entirely a waste of time? I mean, this whole... I think it's pretty close to it. That this, this whole court odyssey that the city and the county are on, have been on, and then, you know, they write up a long list of things they're going to agree to. Does anybody think any of this is going to be fixed? I mean, you're, but, de- you're still the- dealing with the same losers in government who have no incentive to 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 succeed. Right. I mean, if they solved homelessness, they'd all be out of out of a work. They'd all be out of work. So, as usual with the homeless industrial complex, because we've heard of so much money that's been spent over the years, and anybody who looks around can see it's not helping. And nobody's buying the excuse anymore that more people fall into homelessness every day than we can get housing no, for. No. That, that's BS. That's that you not just true. got to discard. They're, they're coming from other, every other state in the country every day. That's what's And a lot happening. of people are going into housing for one day and leaving it because yeah. they don't want to do the... No, you, well, you give us what? the truth, which is to show us exactly how many people stayed off the streets for years then I'll believe your numbers, well, but they're well, nonsense. Well, to the me. thing is, they tell us these myths because it keeps them in business. Who are who? Who tells us these myths? Advocates who have nonprofits, who have or, or organizations that depend on fundraising, the people who run the nonprofit organizations, the people in the bureaucracies, the politicians who fund them. What's the common denominator? They all get money or pass the money throughout the system. So they tell us the myths to keep it going. Right. And and they're all myths. People are not falling into homelessness every day because of high rents. That's false. People are falling into homelessness all over the country, mainly because their families have thrown them out. They're drug addicts or they're mental patients, and nobody wants to deal with them anymore. So they got on buses and trains and planes and uh, or in their junk cars, and they drive here. That's what the story is. We're the dumping ground for every problem child in the whole country now. And now, that's documented. It's true. Part of this, and we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when this settlement story came out, that the city of L.A. has settled this federal lawsuit over homelessness. The city council president, Nuri Martinez, said, well, there's not a lot we can do because we do not run hospital beds. We're not clinicians. We're not social workers. This, the type of housing that individuals would need is responsibility of the county. So that's what started this rift and this back and forth over oh, who's so supposed she, to do something about this homeless she, problem, the see, city or the county. But you see, she finally admits that the city isn't and wasn't ever going to do anything. Yeah, to treat they're spending these billions to do what right. exactly? Well, they're supposedly building this expensive housing with some of the money, well, a lot yeah, of the money, actually. I, well, yes, on very few... Actual apartments, though. A, exactly a, a small... right. Well, if you're going to spend $500,000 so, in an apartment, it, how far can you get? Well, but but it's a scam by design. They know what they're doing. It's not like, you know, we're, we've given them breaking news. Oh, wow, we didn't know we only spent uh, built five apartments for uh, $750,000. Did that really happen? Of course they knew that happened. They don't care. The no. guy, the, 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 uh, the architect... The contractor, the builder, they know these guys. They take checks from these guys. These guys write checks to their to the uh, politicians, nonprofits. They're all friends. They know what the scam is. So this settlement the city made on this lawsuit has all these targets, but this part you need to know. 
because the city says, well, all right, we're going to get these people housed, but it's only people that can be reasonably assisted, meaning they don't have a serious mental illness. They're not chronically homeless. They don't have a substance use disorder or chronic well, physical that's, that's illness. That's almost none of them. That's what I'm thinking. That's right, all, exactly. Think. And these are, and by the way, that, that categories I just mentioned, those are the ones we really got to get off the streets. Those are the real problems. Well, it's, the thing is a joke. So they're saying, well, we can't deal with that because they don't have the right. hospitals See, that's and what, the doctors. That's, that why, deal with it. that's why they created the myth. They created the myth that was ordinary people being priced out of the housing market. Ordinary people who had just lost their jobs. It's not that. It's not. It's all the people that they have now admitted they can't help. And they were never able to help them. But what they did is they guilt-tripped about three-quarters of the voters into voting for a multi-billion dollar tax increase. And people were under the impression that those, those, those people dying in the streets were going to get treated and give them, given a roof. And they intentionally lied and misled all of us. They never had a plan to treat these people. And Nuri Martinez, the council president, is admitting it. Well, we don't know how to do that. We're not qualified. We're not clinicians. We're not this. We're not that. Yeah. And you knew that You knew that five years ago when you pushed this proposition through to extort the billions of dollars from people's guilty consciences. Don't people see this is how it works? They emotionally manipulate your brain to make you feel guilty. They take your money. They blow it on their friends and relatives and co political contacts. And then five years later, it's like, well, we can't really help anybody. Did we say we were going to help people? Nah. <laughs> All right. When we come back, Honestly. How, how important is your phone to you? Yeah, you'll see a woman really, uh, well, she was tested on that issue coming up next. John and Ken, KFI. Hello, hello, is this working? KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. He's, um, I think I can explain what that is. He pulls some switch. Uh, we're in a new studio, so. Because I've dropped out for a second or two, mm -hmm. that's what just happened to you, didn't it? There's something he's doing that he has to do to bring everything back. and it, I didn't touch out. anything. Well, it happens every break. It I, happens every break. There's I know. a slight dropout. Yeah. I know. I'm not touching anything, though. Oh, all right. Then it's part of the what's the, how they wired the board. Uh, I, I, I no, I have a, there's a video camera on him. I can watch him. I can see <laughs> what he's doing in there. No, well, it's I know not, a lot it, of the, break, the it, breaks run remotely still, right, through the, uh, the digital computer system. Isn't that usually what happens or... I don't know. Yes. I don't have any control over what's going on. Neither does he. Things are just happening. Yeah. All right. Coming up next hour, your chance at the $100 gas card. Uh, we're doing this uh, promotion here on KFI to help you out with the high gas prices. They're coming down, but as they say, like a feather, very slowly. Uh, if you want to win the $100 gas card, you'll have to call our toll-free station number, which we'll give out coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. And uh, you can win with Bill Handel at 9 a.m., Gary and Shannon do it at 11 a.m. We do it in the 5 o'clock hour. And finally, their last chance of the day is with Tim Conway Jr. at 7 o'clock. Deborah Marcus picked the singing method. So we're just going to go with that. Now, remember, there's only 30 seconds. It's like a method of execution. <laughs> It'll be fun. It's entertaining. <laughs> well, why don't we uh, do the three-judge panel to pick a winner? And um, So we're going to be strict about this. If you don't sing, we're moving on to the next call. Yes. Is that what we're going yes. to yes. do? That's right. 
All right, John agrees? Yes, John absolutely. has been wish-washy on this. Well, I mean, he I, let people beg the other day when they were supposed to praise us. He's I not a rule know. follower, no, Ken. Well, yeah, first of Clearly all, not. I, I automatically rebel against rules people. So when I realized I had uh, two victims to exploit, the two of you, I figured, ah, what the hell? We'll just buy oh, it. Oh, so that was a scheme. Oh, it was a little rebellion. No, actually what it is is because of the way the calls are coming in, I can't get into all the details. I was pretty much hamstrung. I, there was only a few people I could take in any given moment or maybe one person. So I had to take them, and there wasn't another person ready to go. The uh, lines were all blinking, but there weren't people ready to go. So we just had to roll with whatever was on the air. All right. So, uh, oh, by the way, we're going to start the hour, though, in Bidenville. Are you excited? Uh, it's a pretty oh, yes. afternoon. Although we're headed to some possibly stormy weather, but uh, no, no, we'll I, be can, out in the I garden. can use a walk in, in Bidenville. I'm a little yeah, we'll, we'll be sitting on the bench with Joe. Kind of stressed out this week. Joe so. did a weird one today at a news conference when he was asked a question, and it seems like, uh, and I love this word, and this word has been hanging around. What was the name of the news anchor who lied about his uh, uh, actions, like and he was in New Orleans and saw dead oh, people? Oh, uh, Brian Williams. Brian Williams. The word is conflate. Conflate. conflate, yes. That's when that word really got used in popular. So Biden may have conflated a couple of you, things you take, going you, on. You take two separate stories and bring them together as one. That's right. Sometimes they go in the bathroom and conflate. I've heard that. Uh, all right. So well, speaking of the bathroom, how important, and Deborah Mark would probably be the one to ask, is your phone to you? You would never want to lose it. What if you dropped it somewhere and you had to retrieve it? Well, you'd probably try, wouldn't you? What if the place you dropped it into was one stinking public vault toilet at a park? You know what a vault toilet is? I have to look that up. Yeah, explain it. A vault toilet doesn't have any water. It's, it's, a, it's a container down below the seat, and it collects the feces. And the urine. And the urine, and I guess it probably has some kind of disinfected chemical, I guess. Yeah. But uh, it's a, just like a large uh, bathtub of poo. Well, here's a woman who apparently was traveling to the state of Washington. She was in a place called Jefferson County, visiting a park called Mount Walker. She got to the top. She had to use the toilet. As John just described it, it was a vault toilet. She dropped her cell phone into the vault toilet. She tried to take the toilet apart to get it, but that didn't work. So she took her dog's leash and tried to fish it out. And just like a cartoon, she fell in head first. <laughs> they had to call 911 to get her out. She tried herself to get out. She could not. Face full of poo. Face full of other people. That's poo. awful. Oh, no. Like I said, Deborah Mark, how important is your phone to you? It's very, very important. And I, I would have tried to find some gloves. I would do anything. But if my face fell in, oh, God. If you fell in, you would have disappeared. That's true. Uh, hmm. So they rescued her. She finally called 911. I guess she got the phone while she's stuck in there. Well, as long as I'm down here. The call was, you're not going to believe this, but I'm calling you from a vault toilet. So they had to make something called the cribbing platform. Uh, they lowered down for the woman to stand on, and then they pulled her to safety. Uh -huh. She was washed down and given a hazmat type of suit oh to wear. Because How many shots is she going to have to get? Do you think her family wants to be around her? No. Oh. She's from California. She told them, I don't want any medical attention. I'm just leaving. She's probably got six different kinds of hepatitis now.
the patient was extremely fortunate not to be overcome by toxic gases. <laughs> Again, how important is your damn phone? Would really, you risk swimming well, around in poo for 20 minutes? Especially now because, you know, with the Apple phone, you go to Apple and if you have the cloud backing up all your data, you get a new phone and it has... All You're right, ex- you just transfer it. It's all exactly the same information. Good point. So you, you don't lose pictures or contacts or anything anymore because it's all in the cloud. So what's the big deal? Yeah, but what if you didn't? What if, what if you didn't use the cloud? That actually happened to me one time, many many years ago. I didn't have it backed up to the cloud. Oh, and yeah. well, you dropped your phone in the toilet? I didn't drop it in the toilet, no. But I was in a car accident, and so my phone was smashed. Oh, uh, that's terrible. <laughs> and all, you can hear the sympathy in that. Were you hurt? Actually, I was. Oh. Yeah, I was in a convertible, that. too. Oh, How long ago was this? This was about seven or eight years ago. Oh, so that's before you took over as yeah. a reporter. Okay. Ah. Yeah. You okay? Right. I'm good. He's asking right. seven years later if you're okay. <laughs> well, otherwise, I hope so. No, you're... look at her. She's not okay. <laughs> my, I was in a convertible. I almost, to her. was almost completely open. Anyway, my car almost flipped over. It was scary. Oh, okay. It wasn't oh. my fault, by the way. Two cars banged into each other, and then they banged into me. All right. Did you call Sweet James? No, I didn't know about Sweet James back then. See, oh, see, there the, you go. He, Next time, he would he would have gotten your uh, your data back for you. Really, he does that. <laughs> That's oh yeah, magic. they're a miracle worker. They can do anything. All right, uh, we'll have a chance for you to win the hundred dollar gas car. We'll start in Bidenville. Coming up, John and Ken, Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM six forty. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 